Hello and welcome to another episode of the Endless Quest, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast, where I play the world's greatest role-playing game with my brothers and my dad. So today our cast, as always, is Nathan Martinez playing Reese Gildan, Cedric Maishalath by David Martinez, and I'm Eric Martinez playing Diego Steel Swan. And as always, I'm your Dungeon Master Isaac. Grab your dice, everyone, and let's begin. To recap our last episode, it had been an exciting time, to say the least. It was an epic battle taking place on this hillside and on the ruined outpost. Critical hits were rolled, very unfortunate advantages and inspiration were used, and it was just a very wild ride of a combat. A huge jump. Someone had a huge leap as well. Yeah, we found out just how crazy that (laughs) magic item, the Boots of Strident, is bringing. I never realized it had that much potential. I just thought it was kind of boring because, you know, oh, you jump farther. But that's that's crazy. You're like Spider-Man with that. So I would have said Michael Jordan. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So we found out more about that magic item. Diego saved Shava. Cedric out. Cedric was at least magic against the other enemy who was using some sort of dark magic that we've maybe seen before, but we haven't. And at the end of the episode, it would have been a victory, a very celebrated victory, except poor Reese was lying up at the top of the hill at zero hit points because the bugbear chief who had escaped and was going to run away had just clobbered him. So we resume right there. The bugbear chief had just pounded you into the turf. And I'm going to say that because you both had a pretty high perception, I'm able to realize that something's wrong. Reese is up there. He cried out maybe when he hit the ground. And the bugbear chief is still on the run. He's still on the run or? He's still, I should say he's still alive. He's and still he, alive. you know. But is he? He's an adult. Okay, he hasn't been dealt with. Is he potentially going to... So I don't see him. We just hear him is what you said. Yes. Okay. So I remember the last time, last episode, Diego uh, tried to jump again to go up there, but but he, ro- he rolled terribly. Yeah. Um, and so he wasn't able to. And then I remember Cedric was supposed to do something, but I can't remember. I'm heading around through the woods. Ah, okay. Long. So, I mean, so if I perceive that I hear him hurt... You know, of course I'm going to try again, but I may have to try something different. Realistically, I made a super great jump, but then I, the second time I tried it, it was didn't work, so I'm going to probably just do something else. Okay. Just uh, just run up there. I don't know where up... Where is it? I'm, am I down below? You're down below. This... So you're right... Right now you're in these ruins, this yep. broken down outpost. The roof is done, and right behind it because it's, there's not even a wall blocking it. It's the skeleton of the place. And right behind it, adjacent to this place, is a cliff. The cliff is about 20 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And if you go around each side, it slopes down, so it's, you know, easier to get to, but it's a bit of a... And so the chief distance. is up there, and so is um, Reese. Yes. Okay, so I'm just going to... I'm going to run up there. I, I'm pretty... I'm still fast with right. uh, um, with my boots of striding. And so, you feel a bit lighter. So, we're just going to say that both of you spend this turn dashing. Mm-hmm. You're sprinting uphill, weaving around the trees and the bushes and the fallen down logs. And uh, while you're up there, you are unconscious, Reese, so you don't see anything that's going on. But I'm going to have you roll a death saving throw. 
roll that for 20. Eight. That's one failure. <laughs> Remember how you're asking me about if you were going to have to have a psychic character? Yes, I do. So, um, that's it for your turn. And that means you don't know the status of the bugbear chief. So you have no idea what's up with that. You both continue to sprint after him. And you see, almost as an afterthought, coming down the road, maybe 800, 1,000 meters away, but they're getting a lot closer really quickly, is the other part of your army that was supposed to come in and would be the pincer maneuver before this ambush got ambushed. You can see them coming up the trail, but that's only afterthought for you because you're racing, your heart's pounding, and you're able to, after about two more turns, clear to the top of the of this area. And you see on the ground the fallen halfling, and the bugbear chief is nowhere in sight. And we cast Spare the Dying on him. Okay, so you're just gonna run up to him and... Yeah. Okay. And then, if the bugbear is anywhere around, I'll use my spiritual weapon. You don't see him, but let's narrate the Spare the Dying first. You run up to him, place your hands on his chest, push, you know, just turn into CPR, and you hear almost, only for you, though, Reese, later you'll say that you almost remember hearing it too, a gong sounding in your head as he starts to, restarts to breathe again. Shallow and kind of ragged, but he's alive. Diego, you are kind of standing on the side right now. Do you want to investigate where the bugbear is, or maybe help Reese? Uh, is that the chief bugbear? Okay, yeah, he's, he's the perception. The yeah, I'd like to um, see where that guy is. Yeah, I'm going to have you roll a perception. Okay. Well, what is that chief? I shall find him and avenge my friend Reese. Ooh, I rolled a 19 plus whatever perception. Ooh, that's pretty good, so. I'm assuming it's just good. Very yeah. good, very good. Right, so you look around, your eyes are on alert. You're still, you know, they might, everyone else might think the battle's over, but you know, as long as there's one more enemy, there's still danger. And so your heightened senses look around and you catch in the movement in the bushes, someone fleeing through the woods about, about, um, I'd say 200 yards away, maybe 100 yards. Okay. Alright, so I can only see them. And I want to, just to describe this hilltop, so you're on a flat surface right now, yep. but there's still more hill beyond it. You're not at the top of the hill, you're just at a, a flat level place that was above the road in the south coast. So okay. he, this person is heading uphill, almost over a saddle in this ridge. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. <clears throat> well... They're far away. Is there... Do I perceive anyone else, um, one of my allies, close to him? Or am I just gonna... I'd just rather continue pursuing him. Other than that, if he's by himself, especially. Yes, there's... You don't see anyone else next to this person. <clears throat> you notice that a few people are coming up, following your path. Uh, a few of your allies from this legion. Isn't he injured? Uh, Reese is very badly injured. No, no, no. Uh, this chief. Uh, Reese had shot an arrow, if I remember right. But he was very badly hurt. Anyone else around me right now? No, no one else is up there yet besides your companions. Alright, well, I mean, I'd like to go after him because he's an important figure, but, you know, Diego is not in full health either, mm -hmm. so he's making a risky decision here. Um, so, um, Reese, um, you also, you've started awake right now, and you feel a bit of a pounding in your head but you open your eyes, the world is very bright as you struggle to adjust, and then you hear your friend Cedric saying, and it's gonna be okay, uh... Don't worry, Reese, we're gonna heal you. 
Uh, and also, I'm going to cast Prayer of Healing on all okay. of us. How does that work? Uh, you can use it on like up to six people. I forget how much health it restores. I'll check. Okay. Two D eight plus your spell casting. Sure. So that's going to be. Seven. Oh, fifteen. That's twenty. Twenty-one. Wait, did you say? Twenty. Twenty. So yeah, you restore twenty hit points. Everyone. Yeah, that's wow. really good for a second level spell. You're welcome. Well, this is pretty good. Rules. I'm back to full health. You feel reinvigorated, and just about the time that you finish. In fact, um, why don't you just you give like a prayer healing? What do you say? Krusk, uh, heal us from this war and allow us to pursue the evil that lingers. You all feel your wounds starting to almost heal, disappear, fade away. Uh, you still are stained with blood and dirt, but it seems a little even less of that. So I think that's pretty much back to full health for all of you now. Feel reinvigorated, and right about this moment, charging out of the bushes, to the side is uh, Sergeant <laughs> Sergeant Gripple, and a few other soldiers. He says, "We must pursue them." And a little bit, a little ways behind him, coming up the path is Commander Talon Weimar, and he also says, "We don't have any time to waste. I need you three to pursue them. Are you? Do you need any healing? We have potions." No. No, not anymore. I, I shall need. I shall need some some vials of potion, just in case. You're a fool. Okay, and I can still heal. Sergeant Gripple walks up to you. And He's offering me some potion vials. Why not take it? He says, "This is a. It's called a um. It's a little recipe we have. It will reinvigorate you and restore healing." And he hands you like a almost like a little bit of a biscuit or something. You can see like some herb, some sort of substance in it, and. It's not a potion, but he says, It should aid in healing any wounds you have. Chew it slowly and allow it to dissolve in your mouth. Okay, I appreciate it. It looks like a muffin, but I trust you. Barris and Miggle, go with them. Yes, yeah, we, go to, we get to go with the knight. Yeah. All right, we'll go with you. If only to show how that Exorian isn't as all special as he seems. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you we all take off running into the woods. <laughs> and what follows is going to be a skill challenge. Now, skill challenge is kind of like the initiative order of the battle, so you're still keeping that, but instead of fighting on your turns, you're going to do something on your turns, an action that could help you to track this guy down. You'll roll to make checks with it or just use the effects. If you succeed, then you'll catch up to him. Huh. If you don't, he'll escape from you. Okay. So it's almost like a battle, but... You know, different because this is gonna be a chase. So, who's first in the initiative order? Do you remember? Um, oh, from the past battle. Yeah, let's check. Actually, Probably Reese. Yes, that's right. Reese was up first, then Cedric, then Diego. So Reese, you're still up first. I don't really have any ideas besides running after. You it. saw where he went down. Well, you don't even totally know I where can. he is. So I Diego no is kind of pointed out. Where he went. He went that way. There are a few things you could do. You could use athletics to try to catch up to him, you could use survival to try to track him, perception to try to see where he is, stealth to try to sneak up on him. Which one do you have a lot of modifier? Um, stealth. But don't just think of it like that, think of like how you're gonna use it in this narrative. Let's try to track him. Um, yeah, I'll probably try to track him, so what that would that take a survival roll. <laughs> survival. How do you have plus six survival? Because my scout. But your we wisdom is plus two. It's expertise. So you have plus six survival, then what is there, what can you do for survival stuff? Tracking. tracking. Survival involves tracking. There you go. Hunting. 
various outdoor skills, basically. So use survival and try and track them. You should say it next um, time. That is 22. 22, that's pretty high. As you all are rushing forward, you see where he's maybe tried to take false trails, tried to throw you guys off the path by cr crossing through the woods, and you are able to redirect your companions in the right way, saving you a lot of time. So that's good. So yeah, that was a good action to do. Next up is Cedric. So is Reese already know where he is? Yes, he's, well, he's up ahead, so you guys can't see him right now, but you're following his trail, you know where he's going, so you're tracking him. Okay, then, fairy fire would be useful, except I'm not in an area close by. He's at least 300 feet or more away, you don't exactly know. Cast a spell, so you're just gonna have to try to figure out some other way to catch up. Then, even just simply running and following the others is an option. Oh, so I'm not already doing that? Because... I, I'll go ahead and do that then. So you're just gonna dash? And then survival, just to see where he is. Uh, I got a 22. 22. 19 plus 3. Wow. Okay. So you notice, you're not actually a survivalist, per se, but you, you know, have, you've been outside before, you've walked around your town, and you notice, just as you're passing, you notice a few branches where he's carelessly knocked aside, and he's cut through like a deer run. And Reese already notices, but you direct everyone else. Come on, you come on, come on, you go this way. Now it's Boris's, not Boris, Barris. It's Barris's Boris. turn, and he's going to roll for perception to see where the person is. And he says, "Quick, I, th I think I caught a glimpse of him over there. Keep running, everyone." And he just continues to book it towards. Mm, this not sure there. about this guy. Now it's Diego's turn. Alright, so I think I want to, I think the best thing for me is to use my athletics. So okay. it says here I have a plus three strength, but the athletics says you're plus five. Does that mean I get to use plus five yes. for athletics? That's because you're proficient in athletics. Okay. So I just want to use my boots at striding to go, I don't know if I can just go faster. Sure. And then also, you know, just to try and catch up with that guy. Alright, so I see everyone doing their thing and I know the best thing for me to do is to use my speed and strength. I shall avenge my friend Reese, although he is safe and sound now. Still, no one does that to my peoples. All right, 15 plus five is 20. Okay, so you start to motivate yourself, you know, giving yourself a bit of talking to, just to try to inspire even more speed in yourself, and you feel yourself almost flying forward as your Nike, I mean, um, your boots of stringing, <laughs> springing and striding seem to carry you forward faster and just prevents a bit of bounce in your stuff. So that's it for your turn. And Miggle is trying to keep up behind. He shouts, come on guys, we can do this. We got him. And he is going to make a charisma check just to inspire everyone. But somehow it just seems a little hollow because he's starting to lag behind. I mean, he's still keeping up, but that's it for his turn. Now we're back to the bugbear. But you guys don't know what happens, so. <laughs> okay. Respect you. Um, I'm going to roll perception check to see if I can see him. Okay. 18. 18? Yes. You catch a glimpse of him about 200 yards away as you're, as you're still dashing uphill. He's almost to the top of the hill. And you all are following him on this. It's a bit of like a deer path and stuff that you're crossing through. So you have him in sight and you can head towards where he is. 
It's now your turn, Cedric. Well, then... I don't have anything that can go that far, so... Oh, so is he within 20, 120 feet? No, he's not. Oh, that's too bad. He's like 600 far. feet away. Oh, alright, yeah, then... He's like 200 someone. Then can yeah. I just keep on running towards him? Yeah, you can just keep on running towards him. Alright. I'll let you roll an athletics check if you want to try to just get a little faster. Alright. Plus four, fifteen for my check. Okay. So you just continue at the pace you are, trying to keep up with these other more experienced soldiers and the like. Now, Diego, it's your turn. Well, so what? A, what? A, my last one, I was. Your last really one. Fast. Yeah, you're just running really fast. You are starting to gain a little bit, but he's still really far ahead. Okay, so I mean, there's nothing but to do the same thing. For I mean, I think. And so, with that same kind of fervor, although I'm starting to get into my run, um, I'm thinking how much distance I have to catch up to this person, but I'm still determined to um, catch him, but I don't want to um, get too tired where I'm going to stop. So I think, okay, I must pace myself. I'll get there eventually, but I've got to make sure I don't uh, get too exhausted. Mm. I have to stay with a good pace. (laughs) <laughs> I rolled the one. You trip on a stone, ah, and you ah, take one damage as you just kind of gash your ah, You haven't sprained an ankle or anything like that, but you just... As ah, you, for pizza. As you fall down, you just feel tired. You know, you're, the adrenaline from the battle starting to wear off, and you just feel everything that happened just kind of catching up with you. And you almost start to develop a bit of a cramp. Speaking of that, we're going to... Have everyone roll a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. Uh oh. 19. Okay. 19. 16. What do I add to it? I Your got constitution 20. saving throw. Oh, oh. Well, just, So that's 20 then for me. What is that you rolled again, Reese? Um, 20. Nat- are we natural? Um, no, 18 plus 2. Okay, that's also very good. So you're able to keep going, all of you actually, and you are able to push through the pain, as is your compatriots. Now, up ahead, you can still occasionally catch glimpses of this bugbear, and I'm going to say he's about a bit over 100 meters away. If you have any ideas, you're still in the thick forest, so a good idea might be to, you know, try to use your cunning at this point, because this is going to be a really hard, just like, run to catch up with him. However, maybe you can cut around one side, or you can try to trick him somehow. Just something to think about. 100 meters? Yes. Uh, that's not far. Yes, but he's also feet, uphill, right? and he's boxed by the trees and stuff, so it's That's a, a bit farther than this ground. So, with that said, you're not too far from him, and we're back at the top of the initiative with Reese. Okay, I'm going, since we're getting close, I'm going to try to go, like, a little stealthier. Okay, roll, roll that stealth check. Roll. 13, 8 plus 5. Okay, so you try to be stealthier, but honestly, it's just hard. And you find that you aren't able to be very stealthy without giving up a bit of your pace, and also because you're still crashing through the woods and stuff, so you're not too stealthy or effective. I was <clears throat> one side away from natural 20. Now, Barris is going to also try to be stealthy, and he managed to be a little more stealthy, and he's kind of veering off to the side. Now it's Cedric's turn. Alright, I'm just going to try and go faster. Alright. Roll that dice. That's, oh, 18 plus 4, that's 22. 
Okay, so you feel yourself, you realize you're slowing down a bit, and you say, no, no, and you start pumping your legs and arms faster, trying to get up this hill. You're already sweating. As a cleric, you know, with your robes and stuff, you're just not used to this much activity, but you're trying to adapt to it. And now, we're back to Diego. I'm looking at some things that I have um, proficiency in. And so survival is one of them. It's part of wisdom, right? right? So what can I do for survival to like through the bushes and jungles to like find a way to sh like a shortcut? Uh, you could survival is something you can roll, and you can maybe find like a deer trail or a game trail or something like that. I want to be able find. to find some sort of way that I can see that will half the will have the yeah give uh, you a shortcut. Yeah, yeah. It'll, okay. Cut short the um, the distance so, between us. Yeah, let's roll a survival check. Okay, so what it, happens. It's a survival. It's so this is plus three. Okay. Okay. So the plus three here, as opposed to the wisdom plus one, so it's plus three. That's right, because you're proficient in it. Okay. So, oh, oh, that rock, that rock when really I did the the one damage on my knee. Oh, it literally did a number on you. Yes. You know what I have to do? I have to be smarter about this. I I think to myself. Uh, I need to look ahead and see if I can find any shortcuts. Ah, 20 altogether. No no natural, just 20. Okay. You look over to the side and you realize that there's a bit of a, perhaps an and in game trail. It also looks like maybe it runs to like a dry creek bed or something very small, you know. <clears throat> but it's pretty dry now and so you're able to run through this area. And you, you motion to your companions, you know, come on, come on. And you... You head through the smaller game trail. Hopefully, it will circumnavigate around this hill and take you to a place where you can surprise him because he won't see you coming. So, that's the end of the round, and I'm going to have everyone else make another constitution saving. Just as you're, you're almost at the top of this hill. I got another 18 plus 2. Nice. That's a... 16 for me. Alright. 16. Okay, so you all continue to... Pace yourselves well. Let's roll for this guy. And you see him disappear over the top of the hill. Just for a second, you can catch a glimpse of him as he, you know, crests the summit and is silhouetted in the sun. Now, you continue to go fast, and because of your excellent progress, you are probably getting a lot closer to him. So maybe you're about 200 feet away. You've narrowed Ooh, it down. I just need to gain 80 more feet, and I can cast Firebolt. Okay. And, um... Hey, I will also say, Diego, your longbow is a very long-range weapon, so you might want to look at that distance. It has a lot of... It's the longest-range yeah, weapon, I think, in the game. Heavy crossbow, and I think, is farther. I don't think so. Maybe. Reese, you also have the opportunity. So you're heading through the small game trail, and you're trying to keep up a blistering pace so you can catch him. Reese, it's your turn again. Um, I'm going to... What do you want to do? Also use a survival ch check to see if I can go, if I can sure. find yet another path to cut it short. Sure. Um, it's not very good. Fifteen. Describe what you're doing while you make the survival um, check. I'm sprinting and I look to the sides and I don't know. Do I see another path? Uh, you you're looking around and you don't exactly see another path, but you do see as you're coming around the side of this hill an angle that he doesn't expect, you can see him about maybe 100, 150 feet away as he's rushing down the hill. And 
you're able to track him as he disappears in the woods. You see where he's going, and you realize, okay, I have this perspective. I can tell where he's going and where he's going to be. By the way, I will say, he keeps running west. Is that, that's the direction that he's going. Now you're heading down the hill, <coughs> careening down. It's back to Cedric. I just thought of something. Oh, come on. I don't have hold person. Oh, yeah, that would have been a useful one. I don't think the range is enough, though. True. At that point, you're just fighting. Yeah. So, let's see. He's 150 feet. Um, yeah, he's about that. Then you go try, I'm going to try and go even farther, just enough to gain 30 feet so I can use okay. Firebolt. I will say, you you know, this is not an open expanse. You're in the forest. Yes. Forest, there's trees dotting this hillside. Uh, Green bushes. One? Does it look like it's dry and would, like, easily blow up? His, no, it's, they're all living trees. So visibility mostly. is obscured? Yes, it's it's obscured, so you're not, it's not like you have a clean shot, unless you can get him out in the open. Yeah. Uh, is there an opening that I can tell is uh, coming out? There's a, yeah, there's a patch of open land coming up. There's there's plenty of patches, but then there's also patches of trees all over this hill. Alright. Then, either way, I can't shoot right now, so I'm going to keep sure. on going after him. Okay, roll that athletics check. That's, oh. That would only be... What? Where's my... Wait, is it saving throw? No, it's a check. Okay, then that's a 13. Okay, so you aren't able to make any more ground. You're just struggling to actually keep running. Now, it's up to Diego to bring it home. Alright, so I guess he can't really see the chief yet. Although, he'd like to get his... He knows that he's getting close, because sometimes he sees him off in the distance, and sometimes he doesn't. And so he knows he's getting close to the um, long-range bow. But, since he can't see him, he doesn't want to waste his arrows. So, I'll continue with... Um, uh, running fast now that I've taken a shortcut. Um, Diego feels good about that, and he wants to see if he can uh, can get some more speed. <clears throat> so, yes, this shortcut is looking good. If only I can get a little bit faster. Here we go. You can do it, Diego. For Gloria. I run one. <laughs> so you're running downhill, which, you know, anyone out there has ever done that that's fast it's, it's fast but it's also very hard and so you're stumbling downhill and you just try to push even farther and you totally collapse on yourself and let's gonna realize you're just you know rolling down the hill you take uh, two damage you've got to be kidding me as you collide down and, and stuff scraping again that's it you. for your turn now it's bugbears and he's gonna be doing something that's malicious cunning and I can't tell you guys because you don't see him. No, oh, so no, he's gonna light, light the forest on fire. I'm back to you. Um, I'm gonna use Mr. perception. Okay, sure. Um, Roll the natural twenty. Is that total? Yes, I nearly lo- rolled a natural twenty. Nearly doesn't cut it. So you can see him, a glimpse of him up ahead, but then you are unable to see him. Nearly only counts on something in hand, hand grenades. grenades and horseshoes. Yeah. So you can't. Yeah, you can't get a good look at him. Besides, you, you see him grenade. and then he disappears. So, Cedric, what do you want to do? Um, so, still the same distance, right? Yeah, about the same distance. Alright, then... But you don't see him because he's obscured by a bit of forest. Now I'm going to keep on running towards him and also make a perception check. So, okay. That's a seven. You, you don't see him anywhere. By the way, my passive perception is 15. 
Okay, it doesn't matter because you rolled two. Yeah, you don't see him anywhere. And now it's Barris. He looks and he sees, and he says, "Hold on a second. Hold up. He, he's he's stopping. I know. I can't. I can't see. He's he's behind the trees. And he right now. He this guy is about probably 200 meters away. You would say, but you can't see him right now because you're in a Barris? very dense place. No, Barris is right next to you. Okay. And so he rolled a natural 20 on his perception check. And he says, "It's like he stopped. He's stopping for a second. Now he's." going sideways. I, I can't see where he's going. We should be careful. And that's it for his turn. Now it's your turn, Diego. Okay, well, since I still can't see him, and I was told to be careful, so now what I'll do is probably use survival again. To make sure that I can see the path uh, and anything that might be dangerous. Or maybe they're se he's setting me up for some sort of trap. I don't know. That'd probably be a perception or investigation. Yeah, so I mean, you said per perception? Okay, yeah, so I have proficiency in perception. And insight, so I'll just do I have one of those. So, uh, what, what's what's the guy's name that told, told us to be careful? Beres. Oh, okay, Beres. Okay, I shall be careful. Let me see if uh, the route coming up uh, needs to be changed or altered. Stand by everyone! 15 plus uh, 3, 18! Alright, that's good. I was still kind of bracing myself for a natural one, but... <laughs> <laughs> I need to brace myself. <laughs> True enough. So, you see up ahead, you just, you're kind of careening down, and you um, are coming up towards near where you saw him, and you hold, you suddenly hold out your arm, stopping everyone, because you realize that scattered across the ground are sharp little objects, partly obscured by some of the leaves and pine needles that have fallen. And you realize that they're probably some sort of caltrops of some sort. But had you continued to run on them, they would have stabbed you. And if not severely wounded you, made it harder for you to run. Everyone stop! There's some caltrops here! I do not want to ruin my new speedy shoes! <laughs> I'm imagining him just like screeching to a halt. Yeah, dust clouds. Yeah, I keep does. imagining him wearing like a pair of $300 running shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you are barely able to warn your friends as you screech to a halt and just wait a second there and then suddenly from the side you just you see him right as he's coming so he doesn't have to drop on you however coming from the side is a what looks almost like a wolf it's a giant um hairy creature oh boy. some sort of wolf dog thing mm -hmm. and it's has almost a almost a bit of a humanoid face but like just in the expression Ew. savage teeth um, a dripping maw that's covered in slobber and it looks like old scraps of meat. And it lunges at you. Hey everyone, you might be wondering why this episode is shorter than normal. Well, I have a special announcement to make. As a podcast, The Endless Quest has been producing episodes that are about an hour long, and that's been our standard so far. However, there are a few issues with this. This length of episode is hard to edit and sustain, and as a student and athlete and many other things, it just takes up a lot of my time. Plus, we only have so much content to get to and I don't want to make sure that it's rushed 
I want to make sure that I can take the right time on these episodes and that I'm not having to slap them together at the last moment. And so while I've been able to keep the quality, I think superbly in some of the past episodes, especially episode seven, which was just, that was, um, it was amazing. Just uh, as the dungeon master and the editor, what an episode. However, I want to make sure that every episode can be the same. That's why from now on, our episodes will be from 30 to 40 minutes in length. And that's just something that we're going to try for a while. We do have content that's already been recorded in advance. And so from now on, they will be two-parters almost. We might make some of them singles. We might make them standalones. We'll edit them in a way that's entertaining, accessible, and flows well. But they will be... Eventually, we'll get to a point where we're recording them like this, and hopefully this will just be a better format, make it more entertaining, hopefully it makes it more convenient for you to only have to listen to a short audio, short episode each week. And hopefully that will be the most sustainable, best way in the long term. We're going to be trying this for the next couple of weeks, month or so, so that's what you have to look forward to. Thanks for listening, and keep up with our quest. If you have any questions, send it in through a voice message. Don't hesitate to leave a five-star review if you've enjoyed the show. It really warms our hearts to see that you guys appreciate what we're doing. So, have a great day from the Endless Quest team. We'll see you next time.